Hi there, welcome to the Animal Intuitive Show. I'm Ann Angelo Webb, the Animal Intuitive, and tonight we're going to be doing some live animal communication and also following up on the case of Katie, Janice, and Bowie. So I hope that you'll stick with us and join us this evening. If you have any animals that you'd like me to speak with, I am happy to do that here tonight to thank everybody who's been coming back and those people who have subscribed already. I really thank you because we've now started to go way past a thousand it took a while for me to get there but um you know once i got there it's starting to pick up and i really just appreciate you i'm just I'm like holding a, a hair bag i don't know why so i thank you very much for doing that and if you are new to the channel i really appreciate you being here for the first time tonight and if you subscribe that way you'll be um you know do that because you'll be notified of upcoming episodes and hit the bell that will notify you actually of upcoming episodes. So Katie, Janessa, and Bowie, why don't I just start there? There's been an update about that case. Um, I spoke about that with a guest. She was on part of the show, Alex Erickson. She does her own true crime show. It was about, a, I want to say about six weeks ago. Okay. So that's, that's Katie or Kathleen Janessa. Um, and her dog Bowie. Oh, actually, you know what? I think I think that's Bowie. There's a little confusion because there's a few pictures out there and like I found out afterwards that one of them wasn't Bowie or a couple of them weren't Bowie. And now this is the article that just was re released with the update. So I apologize if this isn't Bowie, but um, Bowie had some siblings, I think, had one or two other dogs in the home. So one of them was like similar looking, I think. So in any case, um, she was walking through the park late at night, taking him out for the, the sort of nightly walk and um, was brutally attacked and murdered. And Bowie was also murdered. And the autopsy just came out. The results of the autopsy just came back. And I wanted to follow up. I This isn't a true crime show. It's a show about animal communication and holistic animal help and healing and wellness and I do massage and acupressure and things like that but um, I have a personal interest in true crime I'm a criminal justice masters and licensed clinical socials social worker uh, forensics is my background so it's always been an interest of mine I worked in that field of masters in those and um, it's an interest of mine, but at the same time, I wanted to honor the two of them, and I want to do more about animals that are harmed. So that, that we have a new cat. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but she's a monster. We love her so much, but she's about to crawl up the wall right behind me. Um, we adore her. Maybe she'll jump up here. Um, but anyway, so my husband and I may be doing a show that focuses more on pets. We will be doing a show that focuses on true crime and pets. But I did do this episode and I wanted to follow up on it because the autopsy came out. So a lot of people have commented on the last show in my comment section about their opinions about what happened. Um, when I looked at the autopsy report, I'm going to bring up the article to you. I'm not going to go into like a whole thing like a normal true crime show would do where I'm going to go read through it and all that. It's that's not what I'm here to do. I just wanted to do an update. Um, oops, I just lost it because I wanted to address some of the comments that have been made 
in my comment section. I can put this back in. Um, there are people that were sort of speculating, or they were speculating, about what it could have happened. And if perhaps this was a crime that happened um, between sort of a, I guess, a domestic violence, you would almost say that her, her wife is who found her, actually, and who made the 911 call. And there are some people who, I didn't even consider that, that that was something that could have happened. And I still, frankly, don't believe, that's my opinion, that her wife had anything to do with it. Part of that is just like my instinct. I will tell you honestly, I can't, I'm not obviously somebody in that field. I'm not a, you know, police officer. I'm not, you know, but intuitively, I don't feel she had something to do with it. I could be proven wrong but I don't. But even more so, in reading the autopsy, um, it does appear that she was brutally, brutally, like a lot of details came out with how many stab wounds, how much she was harmed. And I'm sorry if this is just a trigger warning, this is kind of gruesome. To, I'm not going to go into great detail, but if this kind of thing is not what you're here for, I apologize. Fast forward, I will have this time stamped. Um, as well to get into more like the animal communication stuff. Um, I'll have chapters. So to just move on, if you don't want to hear anything else about this, but, um, she was stabbed 50 times. Um, many of them were in her head. She had letters cut into her F, A, and T into her torso. But then what really got me was how deep the stab wounds were. I know that like crimes of, of in relationships sometimes are very like, um, they will say that they're sometimes more um, personal, like there's something personal about them, that they're more, almost sometimes more brutal in a way. But the way this came across to me was like, it, I just couldn't see the strength is part of it like looking at her partner I did watch a couple videos with her um, what would have been involved in this would surprise me and it, the also the brazenness of somebody doing something like this in a public place this was done in a park granted it was very late at night um, but and in the dark obviously but it is a public park where people could be walking in and out you would have to be very bold and brazen to do something like this. Uh, and they obviously spent a little bit of time doing this. So on top of that, this would be her family pet. So say that she and Katie had an issue. Um, would you really imagine that she would go after her own dog too and kill her own dog? I just, I, that's just me personally. and. You know, other people can have their own opinions about that, too. I understand that. I'm not, you know, saying that other people can't. But I did want to address it because people keep mentioning it. And I felt like it was something I owed to the people who watched that show because people have been commenting on it and that this information came out. And I just wanted to kind of give a little bit of a follow-up and talk a little bit about it. And people have anything they want to mention in the chat, I'm willing to take a look at that. Um, 
I don't see any comments in the chat, but I can certainly respond if people do follow up. As long as people are respectful um, to the family and to her and to just to the story. That's something that's just important to me. People be respectful about it and, and um, decent about the way that they comment. So I did, I hope that they, something, it was something that they did mention was that they're hoping the DNA that came from Bowie's mouth, obviously he would have, I guess, well, not obviously, but more than likely. And I think that they, from what I've read, came to the conclusion that he did bite um, they would know from that perhaps, or that they would have some DNA. So that's good. So something that I thought about was, well, if that's the case, then if there's other DNA, obviously it's not the wife. I mean, they're going to have her DNA. They probably took her DNA or, um, or if it's male DNA, you know, they're going to know it's somebody else. So I also, she pinged, I just want to mention this too. She pinged the phone to find out where um, Katie was. That was part of this. That's how she found her because she didn't come home. And, you know, obviously she so she had a phone on her. The police probably looked at her phone data. Um, so they could have tracked her motions. If her phone was turned off for any length of time, that would have been very suspicious. And I would think by now, this was back in July, that, that that would have been looked at very closely. So this obviously also was very bloody. So I would think that, excuse me for saying that, but I would think that she would have had a very difficult time doing this, running home, cleaning up, calling the police, pretending that, you know, she shocked the police probably went back to their home and checked that out. They would have found some evidence. So these are just my thoughts on it. But what do I know? Um, I worked in the psychology aspect of these things. I did work with um, more like um, some violence, but sec well, not that this isn't violence, but SA offenders, I guess I'm supposed to say. <laughs> you can't say that wor those words together on YouTube. Um, but um, I'm not obviously in the, the law enforcement end of it. I was in the social work forensics psychology sort of side of things. But that's just, you know, you come into contact with different types of people. And I worked in victimology. And that's just, you know, something that lends itself to my way of thinking about this stuff. So that's something I do want to talk more about when my husband and I do our show. He's a contractor and he's very busy and we're supposed to be doing an episode soon. Um, it will be called, we think, um, well, we, yeah, we're, we're going to name it a true crime pets and, uh, projects, true crime pets and projects. So the whole purpose of it is to, you know how there's some people who do their makeup and they do talk about true crime or they'll do something else and they'll talk about true crime. We're going to be talking about true crime more so me and he'll be showing you a project. Um, he's very good with hands-on things so he's going to be uh, maybe doing some things that relate to animals um, or doing things around the house so actually we would love to hear from you if there's anything that you'd like him to do that we were talking about maybe doing a cat tower or something like that and welcome to hi Matt how are you uh, thank you for coming 
good to see you here. Yeah, so if people have any projects that they'd like to see him talk about, you know, I was saying, not to stereotype, but as a woman, there's things that I don't know how to do and I'd like to be able to know how to do. Um, part of the kind of, not trying to be funny, but at the same time, it's always the handyman, they say, in the true crime world. It's always the handyman that's done it. You know, that's kind of the joke, but the tagline and so wouldn't it be nice if we could fix things ourselves and not need the handyman? <laughs> so, um, you know, show, show us how to fix the toilet or show us how to fix under the sink, things like that. So we don't have to call the handyman. So if there's little things that you'd like him to show you how to do, let me know. Let us know in the comments and we'll start to incorporate those. I just have to pin him down. He's just very like busy. He's still at work right now. You know, it's like almost eight o'clock at night. So he, he can be a hard guy to pin down, but we're going to do an episode soon and get that out to you. We, I'm not sure we're going to do it live. Probably, we might not have to be able to do it live at least initially. So, um, we're looking forward to that, but so I don't see a lot of people, I don't see anybody asking for uh, live animal communication in the comments. Um, so my thinking was that I would kind of talking in the realm of the, the what we're talking about with the, this case. Um, I was wondering if people, you know, it was on my mind, like, do people wonder if their pet would protect them or, or what do pets think about being given that responsibility? And I wanted to ask my dog because like last night I was reading this autopsy really late at night actually, because I was working on something else. I was getting out um, an ad and I tend to get like wrapped up in stuff. So it was late and then I realized I wanted to take something out to the dumpster or the garbage. And there's like a wooded area near us and it's kind of over there by that wooded area. And I thought to myself, because I had just read this, of course, it was on my mind. Hmm, you know, it's like one in the morning, two in the morning, should I go there um, by myself? And I thought, well, I'll just take my German Shepherd. I'll just take Cain with me. And then, of course, I had literally just been reading this, and I thought, would he, like, would he? protect me you know because and this came up when we were, Alex and I were talking about it and I think the thing that I said was that um kind of jokingly like because I, I said I I also think that if if this person's wife attacked her um she the wife wouldn't have to kill the dog necessarily because it's her dog so I said I don't think my dogs would necessarily stop my husband if he <laughs> tried to kill me because they I don't know they just sort of trust him and I I kind of I don't know my husband's like no I think they would I think if, if I maybe one maybe not one of them she's more the German Shepherd might go after him if he really was like harming me he might but um the other one would probably run away but well look who's here it's Gia hi do you want to start? Interesting. We had a talk today about what her purpose is. And she did say that she wants to start helping me with the show. And look who's here. 
We finally gave her a total proper name. We've been working on it. Her name is Gia Storm, Giovanna Storm. I'm sorry I'm all over the place, but she just, you know, she showed up and I feel like, you know, I don't want to just ignore her, especially because I was talking to her about this today. I do have a show about that, a couple too, I think, episodes about their purpose with you. She is extremely large. I know she just like <laughs> jerked a little bit. She's still a kitten. This is a kitten. She's, I mean, she's a year and a half. I'm gonna let her go in a second, but I do wanna show you. She's huge. She's enormous. Look at this cat. She's a Norwegian forest cat, we think. I mean, she's from a shelter. The person I got her from said that they, um, she was told they found her in a cemetery with her litter in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And um, I feel like what happened was she, she didn't necessarily get, so part of this is that she's eating a lot. Um, we're gonna have to pull back on the food. But, um, so part of it's her that she's eating a lot, but um, she, we think she's Norwegian forest cat. And that's part of why she's so big, because they're like a really big breed. Um, anyway, so she can be really like that. Like she wants to hang out with you and then she's like kitten brain. Like she wants to go do something else. But so I have no idea what I was talking about. <sighs> Protection dogs. Um, so thank you. She is cute, right? She's adorable. I'm still over here on it. I need to get out of this. Let me just say before I get rid of this article here that I am really sorry to this family. I've prayers to them. I hope they find this person really soon. This is horrendous. I think they've got some good information. I would hope so in the park, but they are. I do have a video on my um, Facebook page and on the YouTube um, that shows people leaving the park. And I know they were looking for those people. So that's why I did the original episode actually was to get people looking at those people who are not all suspects or not suspects. They say necessarily, you know, they say that, but um, I know one did come forward. Um, they're just trying to find out if anybody has seen anything. So, um, we're going to talk about dogs and if they would protect you. Or cats. I don't know. That cat might <laughs> do some harm to someone. She's so big. I don't... Um, so... When I asked Cain what he would do, his for, and I thought about not even talking about this because I was like, what if he says he wouldn't help me and then someone's watching this and I've got this, you know, watching true crime too much so I shouldn't tell anyone, I don't know. But he was like, I would, but his first thing was like, would daddy be there? Like he immediately, his first response was, would daddy first? Like, he deferred to my husband. So, you know, that's, I guess, okay. Like, that's just a dog thing. Like, they're kind of looking to, for him, that's who he thinks is supposed to first be in command, I guess, um, in, that, in that aspect of things. Um, so I got that he would then lose it. Like if somebody 
went after me and, and really was being aggressive towards me, he would really lose it. He would, um, it just seemed like he would go into an instinctual sort of a place. Like he would, he would go ape basically. Um, so perfectly willing if anybody asks in the chat, if they have any pets, they want to know if anybody comes in what they would do. But, um, I think it's an interesting question because there's a video that came out where they showed that, um, I'm yellow right now, that dogs don't necessarily protect us when we think they will. They did like a video with, I want to say it was German Shepherds and they didn't really do much. They had people like pretend to break into their house and they didn't do what the people thought that they were going to do. So I guess we can't assume anything when that comes to, when it comes to that, so, um, oops, I'm trying to fix my color here, because I'm sort of yellow, but speaking of yellow and this kind of color, my shirt, you know, I was just thinking about the fact that, not that I'm pointing fingers at anybody, but I just wanted to mention that back in, well, a very long time ago, this band, Guns N' Roses, they were on tour. It was a really long time ago. I was but a baby. I was probably, oh, two years old. And I loved this band. And they came to Saratoga Springs, New York. And my kindly brother, my older brother and his friends could see that at the age of two, I loved this band. And they put me in the trunk of the car. This is starting to sound like a true crime. <laughs> and they snuck me in because I didn't have a ticket. Um, so this was like 1988 uh, or no, Appetite for Destruction, 88, I think. Anyway, this is what happened. They were doing this concert and the people started to storm the stage. And what did... I am getting to a point here. What did Axl Rose do? What did the lead singer of this band do? Hmm. He stopped the show. That's what he did. He said, we're going to stop the show. I mean, he freaked out. He wasn't like saying it. He was yelling, of course, but... He wasn't like the calmest person, but he told everyone that if they didn't stop, they were ending the show. He's going to walk off the stage. That's a new one, but, and he told everyone to back up and they did. The people backed up, they stopped the show, they backed up and guess what? Nobody got hurt. 
Look at these pictures. Wow, long time ago. But the point is, is that I just, you know, thought I'd mention that, that that could be done, you know, if you want, you can just stop a show. So, yeah. If you would like to, um, yeah, right? You can just write, Matt, you can just stop a show. It can be done. You can say, to heck with the money. We're just going to end it. Oh, well. Money isn't that important. It was a great show when I was two. Um, a good start to my interest in rock music back then. So, in all seriousness, a lot of prayers have been going out and praying for the people who have been harmed. And I did um, try to reach out to the law firm, too. We're doing a lot of stuff that's off topic, and I'm sorry. I've been a little sick this week, and I didn't have a lot of time to prepare a lot of different stuff. So, in detailed stuff, and I don't see anyone here in the chat or I'd be doing animal communication more, but um, I, I reached out to the legal firm that is handling the people who are victims of this concert, this Travis Scott concert, this Astroworld thing, because I did see two YouTubers saying that if the people who were victims take part in any, if they receive any of the funds, like the therapy or um, the funeral expenses being covered, that they can't participate in the lawsuits. Um, I don't know if that's true. I looked into that. I couldn't find that to be true. You know, the people were saying they thought that was true. I contacted the law firm and I haven't heard anything back, but something for people that are out there to be mindful of if they're accepting help from him. Um, so, and we don't know. We don't know what he knew, but it's just interesting, the whole thing. And it's um, hard to imagine that. It's hard to imagine, so that's all I'll say. So, that's kind of like um, all I have for tonight. I'd love to know what people think about the new show that my husband and I are doing. If you have any suggestions for projects you'd like us to do for our first few episodes, we'd love to hear it. And um, I thank you for being here. Remember that I will be here to talk to your pets. And if you um, come back next week, I won't be here on Thanksgiving, I don't think. It's Thanksgiving, so I'm assuming it's probably, it's my cat, it's probably pointless for me to show up because it's probably not going to be a lot of people here, I don't know. But on Monday, prior to that, so this coming Monday in a couple days, I have a very special guest, um, Temple Grandin's coming. Temple Grandin is this like internationally known um, behavioral scientist who has written books. She's 50% of the um, plants in this country, at least. I'm not sure about the world. This country, I know that. Um, that have, you know, cows and they 
use her systems for um, the way that they handle their livestock. And she, she basically made it humane on some level. I mean, of course, that's a whole nother topic, the whole idea of like even having that at all, you know, but it's, you know, if we're going to have these things, if there's going to be these plants where they have cows and that, you know, um, that are being used for whatever, she is somebody at least who has tried to make it a little bit more humane. And she's been very, um, a pioneer. She really has done an amazing job with that. Now, on top of that, she's autistic. And the way that she's done that is to, to make those changes is because she says, because of her autistic brain, she's been able to, um, sort of see things the way, see things the way that animals would see them. She sees things in such detail with such clarity, the way that animals see them, that she has been able to tell people, well, don't do this or do that. This is affecting the animals. And there's things that people would never have even thought of. So once they implement what she has said, things change a lot. Um, for the animals that they've had, she's invented things like, I, I think probably those, you know, heavy blankets that people use, those calming blankets, probably were trickle down things from this squeeze machine that she developed. So she'll talk about all this stuff. Um, but she's pretty incredible. She's written a ton of books, like almost, I think like 25 books. She's a professor um, right now at Colorado State University. And I really hope that people share that, that link. I have that up right now for the show coming up on Monday because I really think it's an important show. She's going to do Q&A, which is like a rare opportunity that you get to ask her questions. So if there's parents or of people, of children with autism, or there's um, people with autism that would like to ask questions, you get to ask her directly in the chat. So come to the show and share that with people who might benefit from it. And her work is also stuff, it's something that I had to read when I started taking classes in animal communication, um, which I did just to kind of hone my skill. So she's incredible she's just done so much so i really hope that you'll share that link um i'll put that in the, the description below but i have that if you're a subscriber to the show you should be getting those notifications so um thank you so much for those who are here and thank you for the likes and um have a wonderful weekend and god bless <laughs>